Hi, I'm Max. I'm Joe, And I'm Zan. And we're the Three Wanting Witches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and follow and give us a five-star rating. Also, please share this podcast to those who you think might enjoy our content. Hi. Hi. Okay, so tonight we got a little special for you. It's the Zan and Joe special. Sisters. Podcasting together. Yeah. Max is out. Shopping. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She is shopping. She's got to get ahead of her Christmas hey, list. Hey, man. Christmas list. It is November. It is. It, it is go time. It's go time. Yeah. I have not shopped or gotten anything for anybody. Still? Uh, you're so stingy. Anyway. <laughs> so, tonight we have our Instagram question. It was, it is Boss's Day in Perithian. What did the High Lords get as gifts? Which I thought was pretty funny because we got a lot of the same High Lords. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is Tamlin and Resan. No one's interested in the other guys. <laughs> no, no. So, Resan gets knee pads from Nesta. Yeah. She would. She'd be like, Neil, bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Tamlin got a laser pointer. Oh, and scratch post. It took me a while. I, I just I got it now. Yeah. I just got it. Stupid. Scratch post. So Stop scratching your walls. Tamlin got man pads for his constant period. Nice. I think he needs tampons because it goes with Tamlin tampon, right? Yeah. Anyway. That man needs some mitol. That's what. Resan got some lube for his wings. I don't get that. I don't know, maybe because they're like leathery and you gotta oh, like maybe to moisturize. Maybe yeah. lubriderm would be better. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, like a wax or whatever. Eucerin. What's it called? It's called a like a pomade? I don't know. A pomade? I think so. Like you put some stuff on there. A balm. Like, a balm. A there balm. you go. Balm. I have some of that upstairs. Anyway, for leather, not like for anything, not for wings. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> hey, same, right? And a lint roller for Resan, which I thought was pretty clever because he's always seeming to like piss people off by taking off his lint off his shirt. Mm-hmm. And he's always wearing black, so. Yeah. I was just thinking, I reminded of one of our TikToks where um, Nesta gives him a, a white kitten for Christmas also. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Yeah. So... This weekend is going to be nice and wet. It's going to okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of moisture in the started. air. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's very nice right now in t- Lower Texas. Yeah. This is I, our winter. I wish it would like either just rain though or stay dry. Um. But soccer game got canceled, so I get to sleep in a little bit later. Although I was snack person this week, and so now my snacks, uh, I guess I haven't had to eat them. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Poor me. So I don't know what we're going to do. I'm going to probably catch up with laundry. Crap like that. You know, nothing fun. Indoor no, stuff. No fun reading? Uh, Listening, maybe. Listening. Okay. While I it's clean. the same thing. Well, I on. clean. Like, actually, I think I do a better job of cleaning when I'm listening because, you know. Anyway, I'm absentmindedly doing that. Yeah. So. So last week, or do you want to talk about what you're going to do today? I'm going to do nothing. Okay. Awesome. I, I, oh, I just finished Iron Flame, and I liked it. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. And I'll probably continue reading. I've finished Guild, and so now I'm on to Glint. Mm. So we'll mm. see how that goes. Cool. I'm on like a totally different. Oh, I know. No, you can say what uh, yeah, you're reading. It, what is it called? Confess I'm, to your mafia romance. I know. I'm listening. I'm reading a mob romance series. It's called. It's the Hannaford Prep series, I guess. It's by Jay Bree. She's the one who does all the different bonds, like the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. anyway, it's it's okay. Like, I, well, obviously it's okay. Oh, I'm on the birth fourth book. <laughs> anyway, nice. Last week we were ending right after. It's actually it is summer solstice, and Farah glowed, and <laughs> Ianthe was proven to be powerless. Right. Oh, I know. Not an ounce of power from that one. Like, there's nothing going on with this chick. And nothing going on upstairs, either. Only downstairs, apparently. Uh, And it's an SDI. Just kidding. (laughs) High Lord SDI. Disgusting. Okay, so our first bottle of the night. And Zan and I will probably just hold it to two because... We can't do a bottle and half each. Yeah, you don't want to know Joe and Zan 
three bottle Joe and Zen, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. We haven't gone there for like 12 years at least. <laughs> so the first bottle is Relax Rosé. So we are starting off with chapter five of A Court of Wings. No, wait. Wings and Ruin. Wings and Ruin. Yeah, whatever. Echoar. Yeah, I, that's what I've been calling it. So I'm like, mm-hmm. duh. Hold on. Okay, so chapter five. Following summer solstice, Favor goes back to the manor, much too tired to party until dawn, which is, that would be me. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, I'd probably be home before her. And she definitely didn't want a repeat of last year when she had her first smoochie with Tammy. Oh, that was the most exciting he got, though. Like, I know. Let's go back to that. Yeah. Obviously not, because we're with We always like, Shadow though, Man. like, the I mean, buildup, right? Like, with a chase. And yes. then it's like, and then you get it, and you're like, I was really excited. Like, that was the most interesting, I th- I feel like, Tammy got. Yeah. Was when he was like, rawr, I'm going to bite you. <laughs> I think that eventually they need to, like, come around and give him his redemption. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if he had a second chance with a different person, maybe it would look good and we, we could be all about Tammy again. Anyway, right now, yeah. we're all dogging on him. Yeah. Lucian escorted Favor since he was no longer interested in females, and he also didn't want to deal with Ianthe and her questions about the ceremony. Males only. Mm, I'm just I kidding. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really excited because I listened to I mean to the chapters that we're going to go through, and I'm so excited to have the lots of Lucy talk. Mm, <laughs> so, how do you deal with males who come on to you when you are not interested? I do what Joe does. And don't hear them at all, and pretend I don't. <laughs> or I uh, tell them no, no hablo inglés. <laughs> I will tell you that nobody comes on to me anymore. <laughs> I, I I work with mostly females, mm-hmm. and there's no males hitting on me. So that's all right. That's okay. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, I'm lying. Old old men. <laughs> old men. <laughs> and I just laugh and go. <laughs> I'll yeah. Walk away. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, that's adorable. You think you're into me or whatever. I mm. have a child. It's almost like you tell them, I have a child. And yeah. then they're like, oh, boner kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. I don't get a lot of people that approach me, though. I don't either. I would say back in the in the 20s, we had a lot more experience with that. Yeah. And I was really good at ignoring people. I, I think I'm still, like, overall really good at ignoring people. But I'm also quite deaf. So mm. <laughs> I, I blame it on that. Gotcha. Also, I'm just mean. Anyway. That always works, too. Yeah. yeah. Although, I would say, there are some guys who like it when you're mean to them, and they think it like you're flirting. You're like, no, I'm actually truly being <laughs> mean. Back off. I know. I can think of at least two of your boyfriends right now. <laughs> who liked it? Yes. <laughs> Hurt me some more. I know. Those idiots. I'm kidding. So, Farah awakens from a nightmare. She goes to Lucian's room across the hall, and he lets her in, knowing she needs a friend at this time. Yes, I need Lucian, too. I need a friend in Lucian as well. Farah tells him that she dreams of under the mountain, and when she awakes, she has no idea when it is. So, like, she doesn't know if she's waking up and Mm -hmm. she may still be there, or... Like, is it... Like when she first returned to the spring court, or yeah, is it? Or is she already in the night court? Yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. All yeah. that biz. Fever does exaggerate a bit. Yeah, she exaggerates a lot. Yeah. She tells him that she dreamt she was spiked to the wall like Claire Better <laughs> with the adder having its fun. But the adder was so hot, so I don't know what her problem oh, is. Oh my God. <laughs> Lucian steps closer to Farah after hearing this, and she can feel movement through the manor. So she throws herself into a hug with the bare chest Lucian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he waxes? Uh, <laughs> I think they're perfect, however they are. He soothes Farah by embracing her and rubbing down her back. Farah pulls back mm. to look him in the eye when none other than <laughs> grumpy old Lucian walks in wanting to know what the heck is going on. The thing that should have happened the first time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, he's, he's still not Lucian, though. Like, he's not who he was. No. Anyway. No. But I you know what? He, he never gets back there, I don't think. No. It's, um, he, and she does mention that she recalls his being told to, like, back off. You know, remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Stop flirting with my baby. Mm. Or my soon-to-be. I don't know. But 
I don't know. Yeah, I do miss Lucy, the first book Lucy. He was yeah. funny. So Favor explains to him that she had a nightmare. When Tamlin doesn't respond to her answer, she tells him once again and drags him out of the room by his arm. She goes back into her room and closes the door, leaving Tamlin in the hall to think over what she had put into his mind. And she smiles, satisfied with her actions effect on Tamtam, especially when just this morning Lucian had knelt before her and they appeared to be cauldron blessed together yeah is stirring that pot man real good she finds it funny that she faked a nightmare when in reality she is the nightmare roaming the spring court so how would you rate your scheming i don't know but it's so funny that you wrote the question that way because when she says that she is the nightmare i totally think of T- taylor swift and her song sorry and uh and then you know that song lyric about her scheming <laughs> I really don't know any of the songs. Okay, all right. Um, maybe some people might know, but I can't scheme. I mean, I, I get making other people jealous trying to do that, mm-hmm. but like this level of undoing somebody like that, I, I cannot. I don't, I don't think I can either. However, I like to think that sometimes the best way to scheme is really to just take a step back and let yeah. them like run... Like, into problems and really show their true colors. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like making plans, nah, I'm, I would say I'm terrible. <laughs> I can't even make my own plans. So yeah, planning yeah. somebody else's demise oh, uh, would not work. I know. Me. It's just this part though is so easy. Mm-hmm. Like if it, if it was just, oh, you know, Zan, I need you to like unravel your, your very possessive, very insecure boyfriend or fiance or whatever i need you to unravel him by just being you know making him jealous okay probably can do right Mm -hmm. easy the other stuff is like that we that we're going to talk about this is going to be like i would be like i don't know what you're talking about i don't know how to do that yeah i know yeah okay too many steps too many steps i'm like can you go back to what plan number (laughs) chapter six the next day, a set of keys to the estate had gone missing, but Tamlin didn't seem to care. Breakfast had been quiet. The royals were impatient to see the second hole, <laughs> and Jurian was tired from the night's festivities. Lucian is trying to avoid looking at Feyre or even being near her. Feyre doesn't bring up the keys because she's enjoying the quiet. But then Ianthe walks in, telling Tammy that there was something important to talk about. When she sees the royals are present, she tries to tell him they could speak in private later. But Feyre tells them that if the hybrid peeps are to be their allies, then they should be able to trust in their discretion. Ianthe tells Tamlin that the land around her temple is dying. Brandy seems annoyed and tells her to tell the gardeners. Ianthe tells her it's a blight upon the land. All living plants are dying down to the root and shriveling. She says it reeks of the naga. 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 <laughs> Feyre could tell, as well as Tamlin, that this was a scheme to miraculously heal the land and receive credit. Ianthe goes on to say that there are other spots in the woods that appear to be affected as well. So, do you know anyone who t- takes credit for work they haven't done. Oh. Yes. Yes. Let me write down this list. I know. <laughs> yeah. Basically, uh, right, any boss you've ever had. <laughs> R- right. Right. It, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I get it. That's the way it goes, right? Like, you're the figurehead and, like, all the work under you, your peons have done, like, it reflects what kind of boss you are, I guess. But, like, yeah. you didn't really do the work. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I I, I honestly have a boss that doesn't do that. That's good. Oh, my current boss doesn't do that at all. She no. definitely always gives um, credit where credit's due. But I have had bosses that would take credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know of bosses that do, and they're just like, oh yeah, it's because of me, and absolutely not. But I also know of bosses who are like. You go to them thinking that they should, and this is not any of my bosses. This is actually a boss of somebody else that I work with. Mm. And they're like, hands free. I don't know. I'm like, well, you're the boss. Oh, yeah. You're the one who does so much work. Totally. <laughs> like, why can't I turn to you? Don't you get like, aren't you like, like, um, 
like super Mario and I'm right. just regular Mario, right? Exactly. Shouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. All. Yeah. You should be able to do extra stuff. Yeah. What are your secret powers? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, Farrah tells Ianthe that the group was to see the wall, the hole in the wall, and the holes. The second hole. The second hole. But when she returns in a few days, she'd help look into it. Perhaps it was a problem for the groundskeepers. Ianthe asked Tamlin if he'd be joining the party, going to the wall, and Feyre answers for him that he would not. But Tamlin states he just might go. Annoyed, right? I would, right. I would be like, oh, God. When Arnold's like, yeah, I'll go shopping with you. I'm like, nah, nah, you're staying home. <laughs> Why? You're just going to sit there. No. You're going to say, are we done yet? Or he's going to say, like, do you really need that? Do you really, do, do you need that? Nah. You stay home. You watch football. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't truly be myself. I know. I'm like, me, me, me and Bevan want to go shopping. Aw. Feyre is annoyed and tells him she doesn't need an escort. Lucian and the sentries would be there also. Yeah, Lucy. My Lucy. Naked Lucy. Iandi murmurs to Tamlin that it might be a good idea to go with her since the night court would be looking to snatch up Feyre. Jurian says the spring court's borders are secure. Reese would be a fool to come to the spring court now. Ianthe then turns to suggest to Tamlin to return his family's wings to Resand to keep him settled. And this erupts all sorts of anger in Pharaoh that she has to hide. But quietly, Tamlin says that he burned them a while back. Pharaoh tells Tamlin once again that she'd be fine alone and reminds him that they don't want a repeat of what happened months ago. So he asks her to be careful. But of course, he is not okay. Instead, he probably wants to rip off Lucian's head. So what and do you... And put it on the wall, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> Those he would... That he would keep, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he will not burn that one. What do you think was Jurian's aim at stepping in at this point? I think he just didn't want Tamlin around, I guess. I don't know, right? I don't know. To be very honest, I feel like Jurian was like... Okay, let's see where this person wants to... Like, wh- what does Pharaoh want to do? Like, let's right. just see what's happening. You also, know? he couldn't... Like, every time he tried to F with Pharaoh, Tamlin would step in. He's probably like, I want to poke the bear. I mean, poke I at her. So. And like, sh- I can't do that if he's wrong. He's going to be stopping me every every time. Yeah. At the end of Echo uh, Math, when he's just taunting Lucian with his mate is probably getting yeah. screwed. Yeah. Like, I wonder if he's just like, I give no, I give no Fs, you know? Like, right. Yeah. He just <laughs> might be that person who enjoys annoying everybody. Yeah. Uh, he's an equal opportunity Annoyer. asshole. He's just a, a little brother. <laughs> yeah. 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 And maybe, he is like a lot, probably a lot younger than all these other people too. So. And he's human. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, which I don't understand. So is he still human though? Like, I don't he, know. Like, I want to know, did he get brought back? Brought back? If it makes sense. Did he get brought back? He's, uh, as like, as he was when he died. So he's that same age. Mm-hmm. But is he that same age and lives forever now? Or he's that age and now he can carry on his lifetime from where he stopped? Yeah. I, I don't know. know. But yeah. I remember, was it Clithia? Uh, she said that he would not die. Mm. Remember that? Like in the first book? I can't remember, but apparently Amarantha's sister said he would not die. Also, Jurian is probably like, I've been watching all these people stir the pot for like right. 500 years. What? I want to be that too. He knows like all the ins and outs. He knows everybody's secrets because oh, he's been there. And like, he, he's like the omniscient, right? He's like the all-knowing. <laughs> yeah. I am kind of curious. How long was he like that? For 500 years? Uh, Something like that? Yes. What did he see? It, what do you think he thinks about the changes in styles? <laughs> right? <laughs> he can, he's like, nobody's wearing bell bottoms anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, nobody needs to be wearing bell bottoms. Okay. I don't mind a little flare, but like the full bell bottoms where you don't see any shoe at all. Right. It just means you're going to drag your feet and get all dirty at the bottom. He's like, no one's wearing high rise denim anymore. Oh, no. We will never get rid of high rise denim. <laughs> I need to support denim. <laughs> so they get to the second hole in the wall <laughs> in a day's time with the help of winnowing walking. And then winnowing again. I think I think that's what they say. Yeah, right? winnow walking winnow. Winnow walking. I can say it. They have little supplies as all who have the power to winnow, such as Dagden, Feyre, and Lucian, had to take others with them. It was nighttime by the time they reached the wall, so the sentries set up tents. 
The twins were in one, gross, and Feyre and Lucian were in another, sharing. Lucian offered to sleep outside, but Feyre isn't having it. Lucian reminds her that Tamlin is sensitive about uh, yeah, these things. We'll, we'll, say, we'll call it sensitive. Sensitive. Especially now since they haven't boned, basically. Feyre says that she doesn't want to be touched like that for a while. And Feyre asks Lucian if there was some way around working with Hybern now that she is safe. But he tells her the bargain was magic bound. The magic would strike Tammy if broken. Magic is all about balance. The person to break the bargain faces consequences. That's why Tamlin had not interfered with the bargain with Reese. It could have taken Tamlin's life or another he cared for. That's why they try not to enter into bargains often. Lucian had asked the scholars in the day court about the bargains when Feyre had left, and Tamlin decided to make that bargain with Hybern when he learned that there was no other way around the one made between Feyre and Reese. Feyre asks how bad Tamlin was then, which, oh my gosh, like, why are you asking? She's reveling mm-hmm. in this, you know, like... She wants to see his plummet. My pain. How painful was it for him? He tells her that he went on a rampage and even killed the sentries who had been on watch when she had been taken. What a bastard. Right? I know, I know. I hate that. I hate that because I'm like, bitch, you didn't even kill freaking Auntie for oh, the I shit know. she did. And, I know. You know, I'm going to bring that up later also. <laughs> You're a priestess. You didn't feel anything. <laughs> that power in you? Yeah. What, you know, what, what? help are you? He tells her that they were backed in a corner without options and they had haters in every court uh, and Hybrin's alliance would make them think twice. Feyre says that she still hates the lot and Lucy agrees with her. If there's one thing I know about my Lucy is that he's always trying to do the right thing, even when he knows he's done wrong. I roll. I roll. <laughs> One eye. Just kidding. <laughs> just, just the one. Just the one. The next morning, Jurian wakes both Lucy and Farah in their tent all cuddled up. A sight that Farah is sure he would tell Tamlin all about. Brandy makes some comment later in the morning that she would have chosen Baron's son as well. Them autumn court males know how to perform. And Feyre asks if she knew from experience, and she tells her it's the reason she had so much fun in the war. Her saying that, the the terrible part, the terrible thing about this part is that the period in the war that she's talking about when she says autumn court males have fire in mm-hmm. their blood, they were on opposite sides. So the autumn court males that she was getting with were like prisoners, prisoners of war. So they, she was forcing herself on them. So that's how messed up that girl is. While walking toward the wall, they hear someone unsheath their sword and curse. Pharaoh runs to the front of their party to see that through the hole, they can see three children of the blessed. Our second wine of the night is San Antonio... Winery's Cardinal Reserve Sweet Red. Chapter 7. To the Highburn twins, the children of the blessed look like a meal. Ugh. The idiots drop to their knees and worship, calling them masters and mistresses. Jurian asked what they were doing there. One of the girls states they came to live in the immortal lands as tribute. I would go and live there as tribute as well, to be I, fair. <laughs> I would live in the stables if they would just give me that chocolate tort. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I wasn't living that house. Right. You know what house? Oh, yes. I do know. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone knows the house. Yeah, but the house only liked nest. Not Uh, only like nest, but. Yeah, kind of true. Yeah, Yeah, anyway. Mm -hmm. Lucian tells Jorian that they accept no tribute from the human, human land, especially not children. Brandy invites them in and stares down one of the females and the male. And Dagden appears to have his sights on the other girl in the group. Feyre goes to the children and tells them to go back to their homes. She warns them that if they cross the wall, they would die. 
The children say they come in peace, but Faber tells them there is no such thing for their kind in Prithian. Since this did not seem to work, Faber tries hard to go into their minds, which is funny because like the walls like trying to like keep her out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're so close to the wall that. Which is funny, is like the wall has its own power, I guess, right? Yeah, I remember mm. when they were talking about it when they were like flying over mm -hmm. it to, or flying through so, the hole. So it kind of like um, like puts a damper on their powers or something? Like it kind of like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The way they made it sound in the book, it's almost like it's electric. Like it's a... Like, a, like on Jurassic Park. Yes. It's a really cool place. It is. And anyway, she gives them the true story behind the beauty of the Fae. Ferris shows them the naga, nalga, nalga. Uh, the bog, the Midingard worm, which smells really good. Claire, dead. The golden-haired queen impaled. I really wish they would have brought her back because oh, she was know. cool. Yeah. The humans admit this was probably a mistake and turn to run. When Brandy, which her, her name is Brown. We're going to call her Brandy. Brandy yeah. attempts to follow. Ferris warns her that they'd have a problem if she pursued this. I almost feel like... Feyre made it worse. Right. If she, by, if saying she, by saying that. Because mm -hmm. you know, if you so, tell somebody they can't do something, especially somebody who's quite childish, they that makes them want it even more, right? Yeah. If she, if Feyre, oh, like if Feyre would have been smarter, she would have been like, ugh, that girl's disgusting. Like, why would you want to touch that filth? You know what I mean? Like, right. be smarter about it. But it's Feyre. Feyre's like literally 20. Yeah. She, and she... <laughs> As as good as she was at manipulating everybody, mm -hmm. uh, she just she didn't do so well this time. Yeah, but she's not Faye, so yeah. Feyre had also warned them of all the danger to come and advised them to spread the word for all humans to leave the area until the war was over. The royals were, are not happy, but Feyre couldn't care less. She sits by a tree as they inspect the wall. While there, Jurian quietly thanks Feyre. What? I know. I was surprised. It's it's so weird because he still has, you know, the that sympathy. Human, humanity? The human, yeah, exactly. A little bit of humanity. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I'm like, why are you such a dick? Okay, I'm not going to lie. When I first read this, and I st even still when I read this, whenever she's like, oh, his insanity was coming out, I was like, girl, he does not sound insane. <laughs> he just sounds like he's a potster you know he just yeah, likes yeah. to mess around he seems like a man who takes no sides only his own in hispanic culture he would be uh what do they call it when they like to gossip chismoso chismoso yes that's him later that night after the twins had settled in their tent and lucian went to the stream for water favor sat across from jurian at a fire he asks Pharaoh what happens to the humans who crossed the wall. She tells him that she doesn't really know, but those who had crossed never returned to the human lands. And while Amarantha the Great ruled <laughs> all sorts of monsters. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh my god. While she ruled, all sorts of monsters roamed the forest, so likely they had become a tasty treat. <laughs> That actually doesn't say it in there at all. But <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're just adding shit. <laughs> no. You're just trying to bolster Amarantha's uh, reputation. She was quite awesome. I mean, she was in the paragraph, but that's where it ended. <laughs> she had yet to hear about any humans in any of the courts she had been to. <laughs> and so this question that's really tied to the book. Oh, uh, yeah. What is your favorite snack? Uh, Lucian. Ew, Lucian, ew, ew, ew. Lucian and Feyre being caught in an embrace in Lucian's bedroom. That's my favorite snack. Oh, my God. That I got from I was this all, book. I was thinking about pickles and popcorn. I'm sorry, but I loved it when they got caught like that. Anyway. So what is your favorite my snack? My favorite snack? Uh, at the moment, it has to be... Oh, it's awful. It's not even really a snack. Those Hawaiian... Uh, what are they called? The, Those rolls. Yes. That is so them. interesting. Now, getting back to pickles, I like pickles with almost, like, pickles make things so much better. You can have pickles with wine. You can have pickles with Doritos. If you put a pickle on a Dorito, oh, my God. It's, no, the nacho cheese ones, specifically. So good. Somebody told me pickles and Cheetos, but I haven't tried that. And then there's the pickle beer. And then pickle I'm sure beer is delicious. Pick, there's pickle beer, but I wonder how good a beer tastes, like a Mexican beer, mm -hmm. with pickle. Instead of, like, lime juice pickle i bet you it's really good 
There's that, um, there's a beer that our cousin that lives in San Antonio, but you don't like, um... I don't like michelada because I don't like yeah. tomato-based anything. Well, it, it was a michelada with pickle in it, and it was delicious, so I'm, mm. that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, so anyway, pickle. God, hey, would you try a pickle wine? You know, I, I, I would I, totally try it. I would try it because that, that pineapple with the chili, mm-hmm. chi- chili, the chili, uh, chili, whatever. That was really good. I, I, it surprised me. I mean, I bought that one accidentally. Yeah. Because I didn't see, as I saw pineapple, and it was actually pretty good. You didn't taste like the chili, but it, it was very it good. Just, it was like a tiny hint. It was really good. Or it is really good. I think we've bought that bottle several times. Thousand times. Yeah, you can tell when you breathe it in. I know. So, again, Jorian tells Feyre that 500 years ago, they had been flogged for that crap. They had fought and died, so they'd never serve the Fae again. And then these idiots came, <laughs> dressed in costume, without any idea of the dangers they put themselves in. Now, dressed in costume. Like, what did that mean? What were they wearing? I don't know. Like, cosplay, man? That, that's exactly <laughs> that's what awful. I was thinking. I was just like, did they have play swords? <laughs> like, they really like you guys, and they want to dress like you. and But you don't want to accept them. You just want to eat them and, you know, mm. tear them apart. All right. Pharaoh warns him that he doesn't sound like Hybern's pet anymore, and he tells Pharaoh that he has unfinished business. Pharaoh tells him, Miriam is dead. Jurian tells Pharaoh that everything he fought for was for Miriam and himself to survive and be free. She left him the moment he put his people before her. She had told Jurian to seduce Clithia. Until she sold out Hybern and the loyalists. He aims to draw Miriam out along with Draken and make her regret what she had done. Favor asks if revenge is really what he was seeking with his second chance. And he asks, like, aren't you doing the same fall? Anyway. Yeah. And Favor puts on the best acting face and says she'd one day look for revenge against Resan, which like nobody's buying it, bitch. Except for Timlin. I know, right? Yeah. So do you think that if she would have leveled with Jurian at this point, that Jurian would have just been like, I'll go with whatever you're doing, dude. It's it's I don't know, entertaining. At this, at this point, at this point, I think he's trying to see who's going to win this war because I think that's who he wanted to be with, whoever was going to survive because his like yeah. basic instinct was, I need to survive this. Yeah. You know, and honestly, like, Timlin is not clever. Mm-mm. So, yeah, maybe he saw, oh, Fair is clover, or yeah. more clever. Mm-hmm. Well, like everybody thinks, Talon is just a brute. That's yeah, all he is. It's, that is just, true. He's just pure strength and, that, and no brains. You know what? I would enjoy if Talon had a redemption story, not because he needs redemption, but more so that he learned to be less of a brute. Right. So Jorian tells Feyre not to forget that he'd known him in the war, recent. He saw... What he did to get Miriam out. Sacrifice his legion and himself. This is how Amarantha... Awesome Amarantha. No. Awesome Amarantha. Awful Amarantha. Awesome Amarantha got him in her rasp. The male he knew was the most decent of them all. Not the soulless murderer everyone says he is. And Resand is too smart and calculated to have become this known villain without reason. The most powerful High Lord lost his mate and still hasn't come to get her? I don't think so. Jurian mm-hmm. thinks he likely did not lose his mate, but unleashed her upon them all. And then he warns her that Highburn would kill them all. How often do you think rumors of someone's reputation are true? It's hard to say. I think that... I won't say I never believe in somebody's reputation, but I think for the most part... I don't trust other people's judgment. So I'm a person who wants to like get it for myself, like get the information firsthand mm-hmm. and then make my own judgment because I have been the person that people had said something bad about and it wasn't true. Yeah. But it's just small town gossip. So it's like, you know, I probably lost a lot of friends, potential friends, because somebody told them something about me. You know? Yeah. When it wasn't true. I mean, when Arnold and I first started dating, somebody did tell him something about me. And luckily, Arnold did not believe. And he yeah. just went along with me. Same thing. Me. So, same thing happened yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... Uh, so, because I, I guess, have been the victim of it. Not the victim, but, you know, the um, the target of somebody's, you know... Yeah, of their uh, vitriol. Like, right. they're like, yeah. Yeah. I know that it's not always true. So that's why I think I've always tried 
to be an observer, to see how people actually are, and then to make the judgment, not not to just make the judgment. I'm not going to say I'm 100% perfect. I yeah. probably have made a judgment like too soon based on somebody else's opinion, but I try not to. Yeah. No, I, I definitely, like, where I work and uh, just and then being alive at all. Um, for 25 I, years? For, like, a whole 30 years. Anyway, the... I have learned in time, like if I younger, 25 year old me, 30, even 30 year old me would be like, oh, I heard so-and-so did this or whatever they did that mm-hmm. is very different from me now because now I know that what someone has told me is very different from what I witness. Mm-hmm. And so the, people surprise you. And that's what one thing I will say to people that. Yeah. Another thing is that it, the people way surprise people, you. people exaggerate a lot. A yes! lot. So I have been... Or, no, 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 no. People also blatantly lie. Mm-hmm. It is insane. When there's been... The lengths the people go. The problem I have is like, people will do that. They'll either exaggerate or lie when there's been a witness to be able to say otherwise. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yes. We'll discuss this. It's not insane. On, not on like recording because I've had it recently happen and I'm like, excuse me, mm-hmm. I was right here. I've had, I've had people... And you know what? It's so sad, but all of this has happened at my place of employment <laughs> right now. Um, but blatant lies about, oh, she said this and mm-hmm. she did this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have no and idea you know what funny? you're talking what's about. What's funny is, okay, so what's and funny And then we became me? friends later. Oh. Like, no, not the person that was saying this, but... The person who said... They were saying, that, oh, she said this about you, and I'm just like... And then the, we became friends, and they were like, you know, so-and-so told me that you said this, and I was like... What's funny is that... I don't even like, know I, what I, you're I would, talking about. I would say that I have a really good memory, right? Mm-hmm. But when somebody you do. Has a re- is reeling, like, let's say, an argument that they have between one another, and, like, mm-hmm. they know exact, like, oh, dialogue... Oh, people, people that keep score. Right, and so I'm like... How do you remember that? I don't do that. Like I don't even remember my I my, my fights. I know like maybe main bullet points, but when somebody knows the exact dialogue, I'm like, that's uh, someone that's keeping score. Yeah, I have either I that have, either that or they're just making it up as as they go. I think. The next morning, Lucian wakes Pharaoh with a hand over her mouth. She can <gasps> smell blood. Not oh. like that, Zen. Not like that. Not kinky. Okay. They dress quickly and get their daggers ready. When they leave their tent, they see Jurian. At the fire, and the sentries pale at their watch. Jurian tells them they're too late, and they find the three children of the blessed shredded to pieces in the forest. They had crossed the wall to hunt them down. I don't know why, but I got so sad when they they being, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because they had just started their lives, and these people have been alive for a thousand and one years. I don't know why, but I was also waiting to see where the where the buy-in was for the children of the blessed for somebody that's interested in the religious aspect or like there's like a a certain like thing that they're interested in getting what was the thing that made them interested in becoming one of the children of the blessed there's still no reason right Mm -hmm. in this book series why they would do that like there's nobody that's benefited from doing it from joining it and that's why i'm that's kind of like what i'm waiting for like why are they benefiting to join it that's something i don't think we're ever gonna learn unless they do an entire Uh, like probably not from the towns of whatever the town's name i don't even know if they ever named it yeah totally i totally see that yeah favorite asked if this was to send a message and he Lucian answered that it was more of an immortal temper tantrum, which I can understand that. Yeah. Okay. And burying the bodies would send the message that they are willing to clean up the messes of the royals. So Feyre says, then we send another sort of message. Dun, dun, dun. Chapter eight. When they return home, Talon defends the royals because they were their allies. But Farah argues that they are monsters and that, that any loss of life on either side is a personal connection. She asks if only high fae living matters to him. He yells at Lucian to leave the room and Farah tells him not to speak to her, to Lucy like that. Talon tells Farah that she's jeopardized the alliance with her stunt and apparently they sent the book after them. Okay, I think that's so, freaking hilarious. It is funny. I loved it whenever the next chapter started with that. 
Farah defends herself. The royals terrorized those humans, and the boggy was <laughs> the boggy or the bog was what she thought could be considered returning the favor. Lucian had tracked it down and they'd lured it together to where the royals had been gloating over their kill. Which is, it's disgusting. That is disgusting. Like, as if they hunted down animals and they're like, look yeah. at my set of antlers on the wall or something, you know? Yeah, they're just awful, awful beings. Lucian tells Tammy that Farah had given the order to stand down and they disobeyed. They'd lose more than the Alliance if they let them walk all over them. Tam tells Lucian once again to leave in his beastly way. Hey! <laughs> then you'll starve! Ferris <laughs> uh, starts to argue with Tam once they're alone, telling him that he cannot talk to her like that. She tells him not to talk down to her, especially, especially after all that she had went through to get back home. Which is funny because based on Talon and all of his efforts, he probably would be like, oh, it was my effort that got you home. She tells him that he has sold them out to get her back and she's only trying to regain some of what they had lost. They then She then pushes it a little further. They had butchered humans for sport. He may be willing to get on his knees for Highburn, but she isn't. And then he exploded. She knew what buttons to push. Oh, my God. I know. I love it. <laughs> this girl. Like, oh, my God. Furniture furniture splintered and went flying and the windows shattered. Farah did not shield herself this time. Lucian ran in asking Tamlin what he had done. He pushes Tamlin aside, which, by the way... Tamlin let him push him aside to check on how Farah is doing. Farah is bleeding from her face and Lucian offers to help her get cleaned up. As they walk out, Braun and Hart, Tamlin's favorite sentries, were stunned to see the state of the study and Farah. Tamlin tries to approach and Farah tells him that she's fine and that she's sorry. You know, all of our, all, uh, all of our version of I'm fine. Like, no, I'm not fine, motherfucker. Be sorry. Why are you so angry, girl? Be sorry. Always. The next day, Farah asked both Braun and Hart to escort her on a ride. She could feel them watching her every time she made a sound of pain and looking at her visible injuries still not healed. Farah had put off going to the wall once again due to her injuries, and this bothered the royals, but Talon did not suggest they go without her. Later, Seven Naga had entered the spring court, but Dude, had... Dude, that's, that's like an odd number of Nagas. <laughs> <laughs> not a crack to be had, right? No cracks, just all Nalga. <laughs> That's called a hip, bitch. <laughs> Sorry, so stupid. I'm ridiculous. Okay. But it had been stopped before getting to the house. This attack was halted by a supposed cauldron scent warning vision from Ianthe. Oh, yay. Thank you, Ianthe, for saving us all. Whatever. The Naga had been found with the missing keys to the estate. Tamlin assured her that the sentry who lost them would be dealt with. The following morning, the sentry who lost the keys was strung up between two posts. Tamlin angrily questions him about falling asleep, neglecting his duty and his keys being the ones missing. Ianthe jumps in to suggest 20 lashings and one extra for the dang cauldron. Farah goes into the sentry's mind and releases a memory she had placed in his mind. He shouts that it was Ianthe who took the keys. Farah had tracked Ianthe's movement after the ceremony that had not gone how, I, how she had wanted. She had put the sentry to sleep with the small power she had and, talk, and taken the keys. She had given them to the Naga and then cooked up a way to make herself a hero. Which, gross, I would have been like, you know what, Ianthe, like, I would have just given, gotten rid of her after that. But, you know, she, I guess she needed somebody to be the bad guy. 
Ianthe defends herself saying she had no reason to do this when she was the one warning everyone about the Naga. She thought Tamlin Sentry would have more dignity than to spread lies to spare himself from a little bit of pain. Pharaoh stepped forward and announced that she would listen to the male's story, and Ianthe answers her telling Pharaoh that it is not her judgment to make. That fucking bitch. Anyway. What is up with that? I hate Ianthe. She's another, like, woman hater, and I don't really care for that. No. I I hate her with a passion. With a passion. I kind of think I hated her when I knew that she was somebody that went to the other continent to avoid the war. Yeah. When she was like, oh, I'm just going to go somewhere else and just hide and then come back and try to, like, you know, social climb my way into the courts. That That's awful. That reminded me of Amarantha. And Amarantha is awful. Admit it. No. <laughs> I don't like Admit it. She's I, like, no, I love her. Amarantha was great. Um, she was just, like Arnold says, that uh, Darth Vader was just misunderstood. <laughs> No. You know what? Honestly, she's better than Darth Vader because she was entertaining. She was, she was entertaining. She was snarky. Honestly, okay. Lucian and Amarantha were more entertaining in Avatar. They were. They were. They were so entertaining. It was It was them and then, but at the the top, tippy top was Resand. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Resand was good. So like, you know, argue, argue with the wall. Yeah. But that's how it was. Pharaoh repeats that she'd hear the man's story. Ianthe asks if Pharaoh would believe the word of a sentry over that of a high priestess. Yes. Yes, absolutely. All this in front of the other sentries and the royals. Ianthe insists on the punishment she suggested. There are laws to be obeyed. He had broken their trust and accused a high priestess priestess of his failings it could not go unpunished Feyre is asking for Tamlin not to do this perhaps it was a mistake but Tamlin must save face in front of Ianthe the royals and Durian he orders the punishment to go forward and Feyre could see in the faces of his men that they were affected by the fact that he sided with Ianthe over his men so have you ever dealt with a man who had to put on a front for certain people? Did it bother you? I did have, I did know a man that I, I dated. I guess I would say a boy. A boy that I dated that would try to act cool as for certain mm. people. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I wasn't that person that you should have done that in front of because I would be like, I'm ready to tear you down. <laughs> Yeah. So it was funny. I was like, don't try to act cool in front of me. Just act normal because otherwise I'm going to have to prove how uncool you are. But that's just, I wasn't, at the time, I was not a good girlfriend. So <laughs> whatever. Um, I don't think I had, um, I will say that anyone that I have dated and I actually met their father, uh, they had their own actual beliefs. And I will say that they stood up for their own beliefs. But... To save the experience of the visit, like, for example, like, just not chiming in, like, about political um, beliefs and stuff like that, so that, like, you can overall have a pleasant time. (laughs) I have witnessed that happen, you know? But you know what? It's at the same time it happened to to me too. Like where yeah, I have ha- I've had to stay quiet for my yeah. own personal beliefs. Yeah, just definitely. to make the the visit go by to be more prog- right. either more progressive or less progressive. Like if you're more on the right side of American politics or the left side of American pro- politics, I've seen both sides, mm-hmm. and I think that's the, the same for for Joe. Yeah, I think that yeah, I'll I'll. I'll Stay quiet. But I am that person. I am that person that is willing to do anything to avoid... Um, like Upsetting a, the relationship. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I, like most women are. I think that, yeah. So I'll stay quiet. I'm like, yeah, maybe I don't believe the same things they believe, but I don't necessarily need to voice that. Yeah. Be- because they're not going to control my actions. I don't have to try to convince them. Like, that's not my job is to convince... 
Yeah. My job is not to convince them to come to my side, and they shouldn't be trying to convince me to go to that, that side. Yeah. So I just stay quiet, and I think that just because I stay quiet doesn't mean I don't have an opinion. It's just that I'm not going to express it. I am not going to get into an argument. I am not one to debate. Yeah. I do I would I will say like a lot of times I will get emotional during an argument. So why am I gonna debate something and get to that point? And then mm-hmm. the entire relationship is ruined. So it's like stay quiet, keep the relationship good. Yeah. You're not always gonna be talking about those things. So don't make that be the entire relationship. Right? Yeah. So his his men had to put so much on the line for their high lord, right? There's him, um Tammy's sentries. They had given their lives in to going to going over the wall and died to help him break the curse. They had all gone willingly, even though they knew they'd not likely return. And this was the thanks that they had been given. So he had done exactly as Feyre had planned, as she knew he would since he was literally Hybern's bitch. For real. For real. The end. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. The next chapter is really good, so I can't wait for next week. Me too. So any questions from our listeners can be sent to our email. It's threewhinywitches at gmail.com. We have socials. Yeah. Instagram and TikTok. Our handle is at, at threewhinywitches. Yes. Um, send us any questions that you may have, any answers to any of our questions from the you know, the podcast that we have asked on the podcast or even just online. Um, also, reviews. Give us a five-star review. We actually, I'm sorry, have one review to read, and I have it here for us. It's from the Apple um, podcast. podcast. Sorry. Oh, exciting. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it is actually from the caster chick. Ah. I bet you who this is. And? It says, like a virtual book club. If you like adult fantasy novels and enjoying some wine, read on and l- then listen to their takes. Hilarious and fun. Cheers. Thank you. I uh, love it. <laughs> Thank you so much for that review. So. Until next time. Until next time. See you later, witches. Toodles.